Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. now. All right, everybody. We are on uh, episode number four of our preview shows. We have a new guest here. But before we start, I'd like to bring attention to a seasonal topic. You may have noticed that our studio version sounds really good of this podcast. Well, now we're going to hit you with our terrible live version. Derek, roll it. And welcome to another breathy episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision podcast from America, uh, the country where COVID is most definitely not uh, not over. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. I'm Danny. Aww. You okay there, buddy? Yeah. yeah um, uh, joking aside, I, uh, I have literal COVID today, and uh, it's not great. This is also uh, like the one time a year or so when I get sick. And I feel like I could nail an audition for the bass part in a really good acapella group. I was going to say, like a barbershop quartet? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, just Ooh. way I was going to say the shakedown man in a Scorsese movie. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> you tell your mother, if you don't have yeah. the money tomorrow, she's going to be real sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of mothers being really sorry, hit him with the social, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would have been appropriate for last week's episode if you hadn't yeah. heard it already. <laughs> Thanks, Mom, by the way. Uh, anyway, yes, you could follow us on social media at 12PointsUSA on either Facebook or Twitter, uh, 12 Points from America. Uh, our full name is how you'd find us on Instagram, uh, 12 Points from America at gmail.com if you want to email us directly. Many of you have, and we really do appreciate it. Find us on Patreon as well if you'd like to support our podcast as we continue coming up with some crazy stuff and great stuff to do. Uh, moving forward. Uh, our normal content isn't going anywhere, but every donation helps us create something new and something different and, you know, helps us pay our server costs. So yeah, uh, find us on Redbubble if you don't want to be a sustained member, but you still want to get some sweet, sweet merch. Have you added any other uh, social media channels to our litany of stuff since the last week, Eric? No. Our MySpace. Uh... MySpace no. page. <laughs> what song I'm... plays automatically when you open our MySpace page, by the way? Oh, Biscabby. Oh, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why nobody uh, stays on it longer than 30 seconds. That's right. <laughs> Unless you live in Georgia. In which case, we are national Space. heroes. That's right. They love us in Georgia. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely love us. I am I am still avoiding, I, to this point, have avoided getting a 12 points from America TikTok. I have not done it yet. I, uh, <laughs> oh, God. I'm I'm trying as hard as I can. We'll How see. How are the Chinese supposed to monitor your activity then? Uh, I I send them a memo. <laughs> I just tell them directly. Yeah, I send yeah. them a letter. Every Dear month. China, Very here nice. are the things I've done this week. One, COVID. <laughs> Two, oh, that's really about it. Actually, they then no. incinerate to the postcard. And on that note, should we introduce our guest for this week? Yeah, speaking I... of incinerating postcards. <laughs> <laughs> this we guest will... is on fire. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, friend of the show, friend of ours, Lisa Jane Lewis. How you doing, hon? Hello, I'm good. How are you all? Fabulous for having you on with us. Now, now for, let's see, I'm trying to think of when we met. Would that have been Stockholm 2016? 2016, Stockholm, yes. yeah. So, so what is I your... I kind of knew you before. I mean, I was aware of you before that, but... Well, that's not terrifying at all. Yeah, she's stalked you, <laughs> Sam. So, so what is your involvement with the contest? How do you how do you link into this this crazy world that we find ourselves involved in? 
these days it's very hard to say how how I link in with the contest. I've I've been around the community sites. I've been with Eurovision Island. I was with ESC Insight, which is where I got to know you more, mm -hmm. Sam. Um, I was commentator for the US radio broadcast in 2018 uh, when we were in Lisbon. Uh, in 2019, I worked for ORF, the Austrian broadcaster. And now we do a little show on a radio syndicate over here called All Out Eurovision. And we're now being broadcast in Gibraltar. I'm so excited. My goal is to get like all the Ooh. British overseas territories to take our show in the radio syndicate. So we just got Gibraltar. Next year, I'm going Falkland Islands. I'm thinking British Virgin Islands, Tristan de Kuna, St. Helena. I want them all. <laughs> yeah. Someday, nice. even Wales. <laughs> I was on BBC Wales this week, literally talking about uh, about Eurovision. So I live uh -huh. like twenty minutes from Wales. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely. I can't do a Welsh accent though. Like, how do you like? How does how does one encapsulate a Welsh accent? I I keep ending just, up. I think you just sneeze. Vaguely <laughs> Australian to me. Yeah, I don't know. So what is sort of your Eurovision origin story, Lisa? You know, you are you are in the UK where, of course, Eurovision is, is part of the scene. It's, you know, on, on TV every year. But what was that song or that moment that kind of brought you to where you are now? Yeah, it's it's kind of part of the cultural landscape here. So I started watching it in 19... I say 1991, but I have a vague recollection that I might have seen a little bit of 1990, but not quite known what it was. Definitely watched 91. Um, and 92 was really the year that switched me into kind of this Eurovision world. I, I kind of became slightly ridiculously obsessed with the contest uh, come 92. It was just everything that I love. I love music. I love language. I love cultures i love just people from different places I, it's i think it i think it was ellie chalkley once you said eurovision fans are born not made and i think she's right like i i feel like you're born to be one and and eventually you find it some way so yeah 90 91 i i always say is my origin story so i was 13 14 um and yeah from there that was it really and so I lived in the USA for a while. And of course it was before the days of streaming. So I had my parents would like record it on VHS and I would watch it when I was back in the UK, you know, on the next trip back, I would, oh, I would catch up with nice. Eurovision. So they recorded everyone for me. Bless them. <laughs> Can I just say it's really impressive that you started with 91 and kept watching? It's <laughs> because... Uh, that one was rough. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Alora. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> so what have been some of your favorite Eurovision songs and moments over your, your years of fandom? Oh, it's it's so hard to say. I keep my what I call my gold list and I kind of add songs to it as I discover them. And then sometimes they fall off my gold list a few years after they got put on it. So I don't know. I've got about 60 or so songs on my list of ones that I absolutely <laughs> love. <laughs> um, I think my, uh, yeah, I've got so many memories. And and then doing this stuff, like doing the press stuff and, and doing the media stuff, I've had so many memories and 
and uh, managing Slavko, geez, I didn't even say about that. Like managing oh, yeah. Slavko has given me, uh, uh, I mean, uh, unbelievable amount of kind of fun memories, like going to Australia, coming to New York, going to Madrid, singing with Laurie. You know, like it's just been a wild ride. <laughs> wow. You have like some of the coolest stories, I do have to say. <laughs> And then we had a pandemic and it all kind of, uh, like, yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So as a little bit of context, as we kind of approach today's slate of seven songs, what kind of stuff do you like to listen to outside of Eurovision? Like what, what, what is your go-to stuff outside of the context of the contest? Well, firstly, I love that you think I listen to stuff outside of the contest. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite that's that's quite optimistic of you. No, I do. There are there is some stuff I like. I I'm a big fan of Lady Gaga. I really like her and kind of along a similar line. I do really like Miley Cyrus. I know that's like people will judge me for that. I don't I don't really care. That's fine. Um, but an artist I have discovered really recently who I I would have paid no attention to, but YouTube threw up one of her songs in my algorithm is Paris Jackson. And I kind of went down a Paris Jackson wormhole and she's got some great like singer songwriter kind of style. Like it's very cool. I'm a, I've it, become a bit of a fan of Paris Jackson, which is this, weird. Is, this is Michael Jackson's daughter, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. I haven't even heard her. But stuff I, feel like, well, I feel like it could have been really easy for her to kind of jump on the pop, like, you know, basically making money and you know, she needs money, but like making her name based on her father totally totally nothing nothing like anything michael jackson even ever thought of like so cool i really love her good on her well it sounds like i've got stuff to add to my playlist once we're done recording here so what do you say that we hop in feet first with this week's group of songs um we have got north macedonia cyprus israel australia azerbaijan finland but we will start off on an upbeat note with Austria, Halo by Lumix featuring Pia Maria. Let's hear a snippet of that. Okay, that is Halo by Austria's Lumix featuring Pia Maria on vocals. That'll be performed in the first semifinal uh, in slot number 13. Now, Lumix is a 19-year-old DJ and producer who's had some pretty significant success on the local charts and on Spotify plays, while Pia is an 18-year-old singer and makeup artist. And this is really sort of her breakthrough uh, into sort of a big international stage. It's really her, her first big massive foray. Now, Lumix's biggest hits have been collaborations with Gabri Ponte, I'm sorry, Gabri Ponte of Eiffel 65, uh, who is also listed as one of Halo's co-writers. So as our guest of honor, Lisa, we will start with you. What do you think of Austria? That's honor spelled O-U-R, right? Just to clarify. It's honor. <laughs> honor. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I love this song and the studio version is great. When I first yes. heard it, I was super impressed and I thought, okay, Austria have kind of found a new groove for themselves. Cause I think Austria have been, I mean, I say this having worked for them in 2019. 
I feel like Austria has been floundering a bit since Conchita and not quite kind of finding its its lane that it sits comfortably in. And it's experimented and tried a few things, some of which have worked, some of which haven't really worked. And I kind of heard this and I thought, oh, this is this is where Austria needs to go. And then we had it live. And I thought, this is not where Austria needs to go. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame because it's a really good tune. Like it's a it's there's not many like proper dance kind of banger songs in this year's contest. So left to its own devices, it would stand out. However, left to its own devices you mean if it weren't actually forced to compete live on stage yeah basically if she could lip sync it'd be fine they could pull it off i i I think i'm of the exact same opinion even right down to austria's reputation i think vincent bueno uh going to the to the contest with a live rather than a man uh, would have been a fantastic step forward because that song was also a very fun dance pop song. Uh, and when I first listened to 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 this song, to Halo, I thought that this was straight up Dua Lipa. Uh, I, I, that's, that's honestly what I thought this song was. Uh, it's fantastic on the track. Uh, this is a this is a treadmill song if ever there was one coming out of Eurovision. This is absolutely fantastic in studio. We have unfortunately, seen it being performed live and i do hope that uh that pia maria does take a leaf out of uh out of montenegro's book and learns to breathe it's what we need what is with sending all of these dance acts that have powerful strong vocals by by artists who refuse to just fill their lungs just breathe baby well hang on uh there's there has been uh, as the member of our podcast who cannot take a full breath right now, uh, how do you feel about Man. that? <laughs> so uh, there has been some explanation of this since since that performance uh, that we I know, I know to. that the, the video that we've seen is sort of like a, a, a low-key kind of Eurovision party style. Party. Yes. Well, here's and here's we, the yeah. thing. Mix accidentally punched her in the stomach right before they went. <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident. Uh, um the uh, Eberhard Forcher, uh, who I guess is a, a broadcasting scout uh, oh. and not a, a rich evil guy from a children's movie, that uh... <laughs> he's a friend of mine. I think it's a you know he's he's he walks that fine line. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Remind me not to make fun of him again. Um, uh, she has had uh, some long-term effects of having COVID. Oh. Oh, why couldn't and... we say this before we started dragging her? <laughs> I I was just waiting. I just, you know, just letting you guys uh <laughs> let you so dig your own hole, hole and then That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, yes. Of let you dig your own hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I I agree with everything that's been said. I, I think it's a really fun song and I think that that uh, knowing what we know uh, it's it could be a rough one on stage hopefully not hopefully uh she's able to get you know whatever exercises in and and can have a good a good week i know it's a real shame though because if this were a competition of studio tracks this is top five wow i i don't know if i'd go that far but i I I do i do quite like it uh mr uh forcher also said uh 
She's getting used to in-ear monitoring, which she'd basically never done before that day, uh, oh, which yeah. is interesting. The trials and tribulations of youth. Yeah. <laughs> she is 18. Yeah. I, I, you know, hang on a second. I think that's fair, but why have ORF sent their artist out to do a promotional trial? like tour without training them and giving them experience of using in-ear monitors. Why have they done that? That's, that's Trial not by fair. Fire. Woo. That's a question we can ask right. every single year. Yeah. Every single year this happens. Yeah, no, it does. It happened with Slavko. He wasn't used to using in-ear. I mean, he had used it before, but not like, you know, solidly for two weeks. Like it's... It's a thing. It's and hard. I, it, it's annoying. I've used it. It's it's difficult to get used to. Yeah, I think we should be fair. Let us not let us not forget that even Fuego suffered from some breathy off kilter vocals, but it was still a banger. Well, that's, that's true. That's extremely fair, Derek. What do you think? Um, I absolutely love this when I heard it originally, the studio version, and I knew at that exact moment in time this was not going to work on stage. I think it's just too fast. There's too much going on. Um, she's very young and even more experienced artists have struggled with this kind of tempo. And it's only one song for three minutes, but even still, I was worried about how this one was going to sound. And if anyone's wondering, the Israeli calling party just happened. We got to see a number of artists perform live. That's what we're referring to. I think she started out pretty well. And it's like, oh, this isn't too bad. And it very quickly kind of fell apart and you could tell she was really struggling to keep up with it and i don't know i mean i'm really hoping they can pull it together but this it just seems like another example of the country sending an artist who's just not ready for this yet and i feel really terrible for her because i think i think the song does sound great and i think she has a really good voice but i mean if you can't do it i'm gonna keep listening to this one <laughs> uh those who have done this longer than i have does the name pele loriano Ring any bells? Not immediately. Not off the top of okay. my head. Uh, they are apparently hiring Pele Loriano, soccer legend, uh, <laughs> as a uh, as a live coach who has Eurovision related experience, whatever that means. So <laughs> I have Eurovision related experience. <laughs> <laughs> they watched the contest in 1987. Yeah, I, I watched yeah. the contest once. That counts. It's like it's not like Sasha John Baptiste. You know, the vocal coaches don't get like international renown right exactly just because just because we don't necessarily have them as a familiar name doesn't mean that they're not great at what they do you know there's so many people that make this contest work behind the scenes speaking of which does Sasha John Baptiste doing any staging this year I believe so I can't remember off the top of my head which one she's doing though I hadn't seen her name yet but I might have just missed it I think she is okay but all right anyway that's yeah that's uh that's Austria uh Sam do you agree uh, I'm biting my tongue. I can't, I'm not saying boo. Uh, you, you're not going to get me. You're not going to. No, 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 I see through right, your little games. <laughs> see through your games, Danny. Anyway, yes, we are moving on from Austria over to North Macedonia. Andrea with circles performing in the 11th position in semifinal two. Let's hear a little clip of that. Circles, oh, circles. You 
All right, so that is North Macedonia's Andrea with Circles performing in semifinal two. She was born in Skopje, but actually spent part of her childhood in New York. And she says that her time there uh, really did influence her style as a singer and songwriter. Uh, this was a very competitive national final, uh, even with only a handful of, sing uh, of songs. Uh, this came down to a tiebreaker. We could have had Superman in this position, but instead oh we God. are here with Andrea and Circles. So who wants to start us off? I'm just going to say, how many um, how many artists this year do we have who spent their childhood in America this year at the contest? Oh, at least two. I think more, though. That's Achman, and then her, and then... Achman. It seems unusual with the power no, of Ach. No, they're, they're normally a couple of us that kind of slip in. Um, that's true, that's true. Us. This is the real American North Macedonia. song. Yeah. Say North Macedonia for the second year in a row, apparently. Yeah, that's I suppose true. so. Yeah, yeah third, Chicago. sort of. Yeah, sort of. Who started this awesome. one? Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't, I don't want to say that this song is terrible because it's not. However, I think that this is just so average. I don't know. I, uh, uh, and by, I don't know. I mean, I do know, uh, it's average to me. Uh, this is, uh, so sort of like right in the middle, even tempo wise. Uh, I, I think this is going to be so cut and paste from what so many other songs, the verdict of so many other songs, in my opinion. She's a great performer. The song, eh, this is just not, it's just not my, my flavor. This is, this is not the music I listen to. This is not my selection. I, I don't know. I, someone else take it from me because this is just such a, such a pass for me. This is a, this is a strange one for me because I, first time I listened to it, I thought, oh, this is pretty good. It feels kind of modern. I see where they're going with it, but the, but every time it comes on, I'm just kind of bored with it. Yeah, it's and always it like, a... I would rather be listening to another song. Yeah, I, like, okay, I've listened to 30 seconds of this. I get the gist of it. Let's move on. And I couldn't figure out why. And then I, I was listening to it again. And I realized this is this song feels very underproduced. I think the backing track is just not really doing anything for it. And oh, it just sure. sounds kind of cheap. I don't know. I think she sounds good. I feel like, and you can get mad at me for saying this, whatever it is that Sweden is doing that makes people like it, this doesn't have it. <laughs> whatever that polish is that thing that makes you overlook the fact that the lyrics are kind of dumb and it's sort of the same thing again and you, you think it's brilliant i mean this song i feel like is doing a lot of good things but it's just missing this x factor that makes you care and i i feel like i and i just instinctively as soon as it comes on i just start to tune out and it's sort of a shame and i know north macedonia has really really struggled for a long time North but Macedonia has never it. sent anything real trash. They've never sent anything bottom of the barrel. And this isn't bottom of the barrel. No. But like for the past th four or five years, I feel like North Macedonia slash Fjord Macedonia has been sending the kind of songs that just unfortunately don't make the cut, even though they're a noble effort. Big shout out to IQ. You guys got robbed. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm struggling to think of something to say about, you know, you know, every year there are beige songs. I feel like yeah. this is like the best, the best of the beige. Like yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's, it's a just cool beige. beige song. <laughs> the best, the of, best the beige. of the beige. 
And there's nothing wrong with beige. It, it no, goes no. with other things. Like sometimes you have an outfit, a bit of beige, nude. It sets the outfit off really nicely. If it wasn't there, it would be wrong. I feel like this is the same thing in the contest. Like you need some of this stuff that's a bit beige because it sets the other stuff off and makes it shine. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It's nice. It's just it's the accessory to the outfit, not the not the outfit at all. So that that's as much yeah. as I can come up with on this song. Like so, so just to kind of kind of show a little bit of context of where the song appears in the outfit that is the semifinal. Oh boy! Uh, it 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 follows Ireland, and then precedes Estonia. So we go from that's rich to circles oh. to hope. Oh Estonia's got it. Yeah. Good job, Estonia. Have fun at the finals. <laughs> that's another show. <laughs> this is the belt. This is this. This is the belt of the outfit. This is not the top yeah. or the bottom. This is this is the, this is just the belt yeah. in the middle. It's the That's piece you don't is. notice, but it accentuates other bits. Exactly that. <laughs> this is awfully damning praise, by the way. Like uh, this song is this song is so great for the contest because it makes the others look good. <laughs> Somebody uh, while to. at the same time not being awful, like. You, uh, what? you can't even say that this is like, you know, the, 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 there's no campiness to this song. There's no like a try hardiness to this song. It's a nice, sincere entry. It's, it's not that it only lets the good songs be seen as good. It also allows the bad songs to be seen as, as bad. Oh, like yes. it, it shows up what's not good as well as showing up what's good because it sits in the middle. It definitely like, feels like a demo not- track. That she would bring to a studio yeah, and say, "This it, is what I can do." Oh, yeah. Now let's get now give me a better song. Yeah, I agree with that. They, I feel like they need to take it to Sweden and have a couple of Swedes do a turn on it. That might help. I like it. I yes, I don't I like, like it. The, just... I, I like it the way it is. I, I, it's it's a bit raw, but it feels it feels genuine. Mm. You know, which we talk about a lot. I, I I think it is a song that could not be sung by just anyone. I'm not saying it's a song that could be sung by only her. That's not the case. But I I think she has a a great voice. I like that it feels a bit unpolished. I, I think it works well for the the message of the song and and she performs it well. Uh she beats Superman, which I'm grateful for. God, that would have been that would have been the bad kind of fun uh on the on the Eurovision stage, God, that guy was goofy. Anyway, uh, I was looking up uh, her sort of background and information. You mentioned she grew up in New York. Uh, she is younger than I thought. She's 22. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is, uh, that's interesting. I, I guess I don't have any further comment on that other than that. Yeah, I would have thought she was at least a few years older than that. But, uh, I, no, just I, I like it. I I like this one. I I think I think it does what it does really well. Did she co-write this? Yes, she did. Okay, it feels like a the song itself feels a little older, a little bit more experienced. I guess is the word. Uh, I I kind of like it. Does have it sort of an empowerment angle to it? Where you know we've had other we've had other breakup songs and and songs pre breakup. And this one, she's actually saying, I'm tired of your your crap and I'm ready to, and I want you out of here. Instead of, let's work and make this relationship happen, even though it's clearly unhealthy. 
Yeah, and you know what we really need in this contest is more breakup songs. Yeah. 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 A couple more. At least it's at least I, it has a unique perspective on it. I had not picked up on that until I was listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. They're just it's just all breakup songs this year. Because it is a it, there is a nice variety of the type of breakup song, but they are all breakup That's songs. That's true. <laughs> I think if this were in semifinal one. I would be looking on it much more favorably and I would be predicting a, it to qualify. Whereas I think where it sits in the middle of the back end of semifinal two, which is an absolute bloodbath, I just can't see a, a route to Saturday for this song as it stands at the moment. They may have amazing staging and we've seen songs that we've been a bit like, nah, at this stage, go on the stage and become amazing. So you know, I, I never rule anything out at this stage, but it's it's just not looking likely for me, maybe. North Sorry. Macedonia doesn't have a reputation for that, really. Mm. No, they don't. Or styling it's anybody so. in any sort of, you know, useful clothing at all in any point. Yeah, what are you I, talking about? IQ had the eye dress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that this lends itself to especially elaborate or interesting staging. Mm. Uh, like, I... I I think it, it, it calls need... for something simplistic, which is perhaps well, it unfortunate. It, it doesn't need to be elaborate and over the top. It just needs to be good. True. So on that note, shall we roll over to our next song? Any other any other pieces that need to be said? I think we said everything we could about this one. <laughs> All right. In that case, let's hop over from North Macedonia to Cyprus with Andromachis and uh, is it Andromachi, 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 right? Yeah. A delicious Andromache. <laughs> Andromache with Ella <laughs> performing <laughs> performing ninth in semifinal two. Let's hear a clip. All in my, in my head, all in my loser dreams. Take my All right, and that is Ella uh, by Andromache from Cyprus. Uh, born in Germany, raised in Greece, she sort of continues the trend of Cyprus not actually bringing Cypriot artists to the uh, to the contest, but rather picking names that are well known in the Greek music scene, just right over right over the water over there. Uh, she took part in the Voice of Greece back in 2015, making it to the live shows. Uh, as she's soon signed to Panic Records, which seems to be a a bit of a source for a lot of Cyprus's entries mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. She released a number of singles onto the pop market since then, and uh, Cyprus snatched her up for uh, for Turin. So, thoughts on Ella? Take it away. I have such weird mixed feelings about this. It is exactly the sort of music I love, and that's but... all. Uh, <laughs> that's it, yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> no, shut up. Uh, but for some reason, it's forgettable to me. I, I, it just kind of is is there. It it does what Cyprus do. I just and I can't quite put my finger on it, but I think it's that I just I feel like I've seen this before. Like it, it just sort of feels like okay. And and I, I don't blame Cyprus for being like okay, Fuego, Fuego was was it. We got to keep doing that. But we're we're to a point now where where it feels almost a little bit tired, and and I I think this song is going to grow on me. I think you know a year or two from now I'm going to 
look more highly on this song than I do today. But right now, it just feels a bit more of the same, even if that same is pretty good uh, and a really cool sound and well sung and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I mean, how familiar is this going to look on stage? And my my money is on extremely. Mm-hmm. I have to echo that. I feel like this song should absolutely be a home run. And every time it comes up, I'm like, oh, yeah, this one. I forgot this was in here. It, it's really cool. But man, the second it's over, I, I forgot I even heard it. And I don't know why that is. I think I know why we keep forgetting it. Yes. I think it is about 10 BPM too slow. It doesn't quite fit the banger category. And it doesn't quite fit the mid-tempo category. So it's, it's, it is mid-tempo, but it's the wrong mid-tempo. It needed to be <laughs> just like either, okay, either 10 BPM slower so that it fits that kind of beat or... 10 BPM faster so that it just edges into the slightly more well up tempo stuff, obviously, bangery stuff. Like it's it fits really weird. And I think it's the time of it. I think it's its BPM is the thing that makes us forget it. It just sits in a in a forgettable kind of part of the brain. It doesn't yeah. do anything. But it's really good. I do, I really do like this song. I think it's very cool. I think it's very um it's it cool is the best word i can say actually yeah. i think it's really cool um but it i i swear it's the bpm i swear i want to run it through something that speeds it up by 10 bpm and i think it would be so much better this song to, to me that. is one of those one of those things where it's like uh i could see how it should and needs to be better but this is sort of like a fine it's sort of fine like it is. Like it's not a terrible song. It's like the movie The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I know exactly what they should have done to make it a fantastic, wonderful movie. But instead now it's just sort of like standard. And and here is it. So it, it is at a lower BPM, I think, than it should be for the song that it is. Now, let me tell you about what I mean. So right now the song has a, a tempo and even a beat and feel kind of like the major laser song lean on if you're familiar with that one but the thing about the major laser song lean on is that it has a lot of studio effect to it and a lot of cool like vocal sampling uh that allows that slower bpm to sort of like produce a very strange and cool electronic feel this song, however, doesn't do any of that. It just sort of has vocals that aren't very showy. They're just incredibly competent. If this were like 10 or 20 BPM faster, then those vocals, uh, sort of just being just being the vocals themselves, it would be a lot more justified that it was just the singing. But at this slower BPM, you're sort of expecting more tricks. Because this is the song that opens with, you know, like that sort of, it's like a, a, a I, I'm not sure which language it is, but they're just sort of going like, <laughs> but then like that is like repeated and it like echoes. It reminds me of the Pure Moods CD from the early 2000s. Um, but we need more effects like that to make a, a dance track at this tempo kind of feel incredibly satisfying. I think it's just missing a few things or requires a couple of bass changes 
to really make it fantastic. However, Lisa, I love this song. That's it. Yeah, I do too. I, lo- yeah, I, I do love too. this song. <laughs> I, I want to give one quick shout out to uh, the choice to have some of the lyrics in Greek. Yeah, as well. That's uh, that that is a really nice touch, uh, and one of one of the more notable things about the song, to me, a person who finds the song kind of not notable. They import their singers <laughs> from Greece and their points from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I uh, I am almost done with a Statmotron thing about that specifically, and I'm about really that specifically. That. Great, excellent. I do appreciate the fact that they didn't just send another Fuego banger that they slowed it down i i i find that is nice after how many times have they tried this three times now yeah it's diablo and was it running replay song running for sandra replay yeah running running was i think was kind of a step in the right direction but then they came back with el diablo and i was just like okay well yeah let's just go back to that well but i really love el diablo i prefer el diablo to fuego (laughs) That's on the record. Oh, Diablo is great, mm. but it's just like okay, this is the third time in a row you're sending this. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. I would think really, about Sweden, would, and you know what? We do. <laughs> I would really like Cyprus to just like have the balls to break the mold and just send something ridiculously different next year, just to kind of. I feel like they themselves have gotten on their own treadmill. Um, I, I would love them to, you know, I mean, not bring back minus one, but send something like minus one again, just to break the Fuego mold. Have they should send Lordy. Circus Mercus. <laughs> <laughs> so they're stuck on a treadmill with songs that are good right, treadmills. So. What's Rambo Amadeus up to? Ooh. <laughs> He's probably a political prisoner somewhere. <laughs> God. And on that note. Give him a chance. <laughs> to refinance? Moving on. Moving on. All right. We hop over from Cyprus. Oh, still sticking that sort of Mediterranean general area as we hop to Israel with Michael Ben David with I am performing second in semi-final two. Let's hear a clip. Okay, that is Mikhail Ben David with I am or I am, if you want to be all, you know, literal about it. He is the winner of X Factor Israel, which is used to select the country's Eurovision entrant and song. Uh, Fun fact, and I guess this is as close as Minnesota having an entrant this year. His audition song for X Factor Israel was Lizzo's Juice. So (laughs) I don't know how to feel about that. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Did he say the N word? How does I feel about that? I don't know, but I, I I think I have something on my my YouTube channel to to watch after this. So anyway, take it away, folks. What do you think of I am? Yeah, so I got I got things to say. I feel like as a gay man, I'm allowed to say this, but this is the gayest track that Eurovision has sent in a very very long time. Um, this almost feels like cheap. This almost feels like us. This almost feels like a song that they would have on RuPaul's Drag Race. That sort of like is an original track. This song is so gloriously, unabashedly, trashily gay. And let me tell you, um, the choreography for the performance of these ones, you know, Spain is bragging about having booty hypnotic. Um, This is, there's so much ass shaking in this song. Uh, This song is just about 
the song is titled for what Michael Ben David wants you to send him on Instagram. Um, and I am, guys. Uh, this is such a slutty, wonderful, trashy gay song. Is this Someone slut else. wave? Take it. This, ah, God, not quite. Not do in have, the slut wave that we talk about. Do we have about, slut wave like, this year? I, I don't think yes. we do. This is just There's this is one. it's too this is too gay to be slut wave. I think yeah, and it's okay. great. You know, could you Why imagine can't if, slut like, wave Bella, be gay? Danny? What if this had been like Belarus's entrance from this? <laughs> like, oh man, no other be very no concerned other, for that artist. I feel like no other country but Israel would send this. This is like if only we had been hosting in Tel Aviv this year. This would have been perfect. <laughs> Lisa, take it. What do you, I know it's that's a tough that's a tough review to follow. <laughs> that's you know it's I I agree with everything pretty much. I mean, I'm not a gay man, but I'm a gay woman. This song this song poses the question: Can is there a line that is too gay for Eurovision? <laughs> I know there's no subtext in this song. That's what's so great. I, and I, I, I feel like, I feel like that line was quite a long way ahead, and we never saw it before. But we've just kind of approached it, and yeah, and, if oh, he has he, not crossed oh, the line, he has come right to it. Yeah, like here is the line. We, we, we suspected there was a line somewhere, and this year we, we've, we've met the line. Does it go across the line? I don't, I don't. Yes, I think it does. I think it. Uh. You know that scene. You know that scene in Spaceballs where they go to plaid, right? If the plaid were rainbow, this is where they go, <laughs> right? Right. This is so it. Um, it's I, this is not the kind of stuff I listen to. I mean, having said, I really enjoy Lady Gaga, but this is this is not my this is not for me. This song. This wasn't written for me. This was written for Danny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's this was not written for me. Yeah, Danny, I'm, I'm, ha I'm, uh, I'm happy for you. Yes, uh, I don't have to go to Jet <laughs> I don't have to go to the saloon when I listen to this song. I'm like, all right, I've got my fill for the month. Yeah. This is gonna. I, this, uh, this is the kind of uh, thing that would play in like Gay in London for months and months and months. Yeah, this on like heavy a, repeat. You know, this is a yeah, exactly, song. exactly. And I, I, it's not. Yeah. No thanks. It sounds yeah. too RuPaul, RuPaul, like you said. To it me, is very I'm, RuPaul, yes. And I have lost all track and respect for RuPaul in recent months, so I'm kind of. Oh, is it the support it. for fracking? <laughs> you know it is, no, Eric. You know it is. No, just switch to Dragula. You'll be fine. Even though I don't think this is the kind of song that would make it to Dragula. The Rob Zombie song? Oh, oh, oh! I have a whole universe of drag stuff to to show you if you're not familiar with. With the Boulay Brothers, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm we'll, really we'll, not. We'll talk later, hon. We'll talk later. Okay. Okay. So, as someone who is not particularly gay, uh, <laughs> that's a great way to describe. Uh, I'm pretty not gay. Anyway, uh, I realize I'm not the audience for this. I, I, a lot of my, a lot of my thoughts about the last song, Cyprus, kind of apply to this. Except I don't think the song is as good. <laughs> like it just it it feels it it feels familiar but not in a good way i i can see the appeal of it to some extent but it just it does very little for me mm -hmm. I, I i it's a song that's supposed to make me want to get up and dance and be excited and it doesn't it's just it just sort of feels like a oh okay this is fine <laughs> 
th this is this is like a test you know like <laughs> oh did you like i am oh then you're gay <laughs> mind you having said that this song sits in a sandwich between the rasmus and serbia between finland and serbia oh that's right they got the two spot don't they they do that's quite a that is that is quite an opening three for yeah, they, they woke up and chose like, violence. That's an intense three, yeah. <laughs> Can you believe you have to go from a song like this right into lyrics about Meghan Markle? <laughs> yeah, you're literally, you're going to go from this to, like, Bitti Strava, Bitti Strava, Bitti, 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 Like, you know what? People tune into Eurovision for different things. Sometimes you're tuning in for, you know, the upbeat, the camp, the crazy. Sometimes you're tuning in for, you know, the rock that maybe you got to turn on to after watching Monoskin win last year. And sometimes you tune in for the miscellaneous, the sort of artistic, the sort of what the heck is going on. And that's something that Serbia might serve up. So, like, I think that this is a hell of a tapas tasting for people who are just tuning in for... For the, for the final or the semifinal, I should say. Derek, do you have any thoughts on Israel? I completely agree with Danny that this is the this is too gay to function. No, <laughs> 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 to quote Mean Girls. And why would you not I, quote Mean Girls? It's excellent. <laughs> seen that movie like twenty five times. It's ridiculous. I love mm -hmm. it. It's so good. I, I taught a class about it. Um, <laughs> I think I think it feels tailor made for, for drag race, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But it has like this high camp factor. It's like big energy. It's all about positivity and self love. I think he's a he's got a like a rich musical theater background, and I think that really plays well into this. He's very showy, and he's going after those big notes. Um, I think his his vocals are actually really strong when he's live. I think his movement is really good. Um, it's not my thing at all, but I, I kind of find myself respecting it a great deal. I think it, it's doing, it's doing exactly what it's setting out to do and it's doing it exceptionally well. You heard it here first. Derek is not gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love women. <laughs> I think this, you, you, you know, you have the like little intra competitions that happen within the contest and not only do you have the semi-final competition and then the grand final competition you have the little intra contest which is like what is the well, last year like which is the best female singer with five bouncy backing singers like you know which is the the, the songs that all compare to each other and i think yeah. this is in direct competition with romania and romania is better in every way that's my thought well hold on a second <laughs> romania yes Oh God, no! Okay, we'll get to that. So, like, Yamame? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. In I can terms of its look, in terms of its dance styling, in terms of how it's gonna come across to people who aren't interested in like analyzing it like we do, this just sits in direct competition with Romania and the yeah. Romanian. The thing about Yamame though is that that's like like peak uh, like chaotic bisexual energy. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, save us. I'm just I'm just enjoying the sort of chaotic bisexual energy as sort of like a D and D uh, alignment. 
Oh yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm cast chaotic I'm, bisexual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down with this. Anyway, uh, interestingly enough, in our running order, we are going from one song that we are saying is unabashedly gay to another song that also really kind of taps into being very gay, but just a different aspect of it. We are about to talk about Sheldon Riley's "Not the Same" for Australia. We'll be running eighth in semifinal two. Let's hear a little clip of that. So as I mentioned, this song speaks to Sheldon, and Sheldon's come out about this, uh, it speaks to his experiences of growing up as gay in a very religious household, as well as being on the autism spectrum. Uh, he was a participant in X Factor Australia back in 2016, but he really sort of broke through when he came in third place on The Voice of Australia in 2018 as a member of Team Boy George. He ended up coming back the following year as sort of an all-star contestant. He is an unabashed, massive Eurovision fan. And I think when he won the national final, you could see that it wasn't just the win of victory that was getting him all emotional. It was the fact of, oh my God, I get to do Eurovision. Anyway, Sheldon Riley, not the same. What do y'all think of it? Am I going first? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a proper love-hate relationship with this song in that I kind of love its message but it doesn't feel very authentic to me in as much as I guess when I first kind of heard heard it saw it got to know who Sheldon was I didn't get this thing from him that he had been anything other than the kind of quirky queer teenager now I've learn a bit more about him now in that he's grown up in this very religious family and so it kind of makes a bit more sense but to me I don't know it just feels like like he's 19 and I understand growing up in a religious family as a queer person like this is what I do outside of here like I, I spend a lot of my time dealing with like the world of queer Christians that's my that's my thing but I don't know, there's something about this. I want to know more about the story and you don't get the chance to know more about the story when you just see the song at the semi-final. So to me, it just feels a bit inauthentic. It doesn't feel like there's that backstory behind it. This is a 20 something year old kid who's grown up in the Gold Coast in Australia. This this is not a guy that's grown up in you know rural Azerbaijan. And I, I there's just something that doesn't work for me. And the, on the flip side of that, I met Sheldon in London at the London Eurovision party last weekend, and he is a peach. I love him. And now it annoys me that I don't like the song as much because I want to like it more than I do because I love <laughs> Sheldon. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all confused. Kind of, I'm, I'm like chaotically bisexual about this song. There you go. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat. Would you, uh, I'm going to introduce a term that we use a lot when we talk about the Academy Awards. Would you talk about this kind of song as bait? Like, it, that it's, you know, it comes from a place of legitimate, you know, artistic production and artistic merit, but it is sort of postured in a kind of, like, you know it when you see it kind of way. Like, do you think this is bait? Uh, yes, I do. I it, And the song... <laughs> See, the song is about like, you know, I'm not the same as all of you. I'm different. I'm like, 
dude, you're going to arrive at Eurovision and you're going to be the same as everybody else at Eurovision. Like, th- like you, you don't stand out at Eurovision. Like, if yeah. you were doing this at South by Southwest or at something like that, then you might stand out, but you don't stand out at Eurovision. You're not different. Look at Israel. Mm. I mean, you know, geez, you're, you're not different. You're you're exactly the same as everyone it else. It kind of does feel a little... I, I Yeah, I, I, it comes from a place of legitimate feeling, but sort of like in the terms of like the cultural conversation, and especially in a setting like Eurovision, it feels a little odd. And I'm going to say like a little dated too. Yeah to have a song that has this kind of backstory. It also feels like Diet Sam Smith if he was performing at the Peking Opera. Like that's just what the staging is. It's very, very strange. It's very avant-garde. I'm glad to see that Australia keeps sending hyper-modern weird stuff um, for the past four years. It's been great. Uh, but I'm I'm with you. I Intellectually, I, I think about this as fine song that comes from a legitimate place of of artistic uh, and emotional feeling but it's just not it hasn't found the right chair in my mind i don't know that's also a very strange metaphor i just don't know i just don't know what to do with this song because i don't want to completely discard it but at the same time i'm like i really don't i really don't care yeah all that said though I think he is the best male vocalist in this contest in terms of Perhaps. just vocal quality, tone. Like, I think he's the best male vocalist so far that I that I can. I think it's Lumix, but we never get to hear him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just scratching those records. All right. Eric. Derek. Sam. Not getting anything out of me. You know it. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> Nice try. Crazy. I'm going to put myself out there and say I absolutely love this song. And I think why I like it, Danny, shut up. Okay. <laughs> why I like it is because compared to a lot of other songs, this one tells a very cohesive narrative. There is an arc to this with a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's not just fixated on a single point, and that's it. It's not. I just got dumped and I'm sad. That's it. That's the entirety of the song. It's when I was young, someone said to me, you are different. And then, and the title of the song is not the same. And it's, it begins with you are not the same. And that transforms into I'm not the same. And you get the sense that he's internalized that. And by the end of it, it becomes, we're not the same because he's found his community. So it has this progression as as far as stories go and i find that really really interesting that it's using the language in that way to do that um i think he has a fantastic voice it does feel a little fabricated to to be a winner but that piece of it it's so refreshing to see especially in a three-minute song i i know i recognize that it's incredibly difficult to achieve that because you have three minutes, you can't like, like in a five or six minute song, you can really explore the space and develop this this character and the storyline. Um, I think he wisely avoids in the song, at least avoiding saying what it is that makes him different because it's multiple reasons. Uh, he's also, you know, biracial, which I imagine was not easy in a predominantly white country as well. So um, I, think, I think the staging too really helps. I like that he's, Wearing these elaborate costumes, it almost feels like he's 
armoring himself from the rest of the world. He's got this fixation with masks. And I, I didn't realize this was a, a recurring theme for him. But when you're watching the staging, he's, he takes the mask off and then it becomes we're not the same. Like he's removing his guard and allowing people into his life again. So yeah, I think there's a lot of really cool things going on here that we're not seeing anywhere else. I think it'll do okay. I'm, I can see this qualifying and doing mm -hmm. all right. I don't think it's going to blow anyone away, though. I, yeah, I, it does feel a bit like the Eurovision equivalent of Oscar bait, doesn't it? It, it has, it, ha it has the, uh, I don't know. It, it to me feels like the, the story that it's telling is sort of like a story that is almost like painfully, annoyingly familiar to gay listeners. And it's like, well, maybe the allies haven't heard this type of story 30 times before. Like that's the kind of, that's the kind of yeah. thing it sounds like to me. I think it's going to do pretty darn well. Uh, I could see this finishing in the top 10 for sure. That being said, I think I'm somewhere kind of in between in terms of how much I like it. Uh, I think it's very good. Uh, it's it's brilliantly performed. It's surgical. Like we talk about Sweden sometimes. It's just so like precisely configured to be a, a Eurovision blockbuster, basically. And the song is, is really quite good. Um, but I think a lot of voters are going to see through that the way they see through some of the surgical Sweden songs. And I realize I'm saying this in a year that I really think Sweden is going to win. I know, uh, me too. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I don't see it breaking through quite as much as they hope it is genuine. It is, it is well-performed, but I don't think it's quite as good as some of these other favorites. Uh, it doesn't have the quite the emotional impact of of a of a hold me closer or a brevity or 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 some of these other ones, and that's not Australia's fault. You know, they they didn't know what they were up against. You know, so it is what it is. It's it's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we uh, shall we move on to another one then? How could you say that, Sam? I just did. Uh, Deal right with it, course, folks. <laughs> Sam wants to move on. Oh, all right. So we hop over from Australia over to Azerbaijan. Last song revealed in this year's this year's roster: Nadir Rustamli with "Fade to Black" performing fourth in semifinal two. Let's hear a clip. All right, that is Fade to Black by Azerbaijan's Nadir Rustamli. He won the second series, The Voice of Azerbaijan, just very recently. He was on Team Eldar Gasimov and actually sang three Eurovision songs during his competition run on the show. He's singing We Could Be the Same, Running Scared, and Arcade. Plus, yeah, he also, ain't bad. <laughs> plus, he also covered Began. So, hmm. needless to say, I'm not sure if... I'm not sure how much he gets to choose the songs or how much the songs are sort of chosen for him, but definitely Who did he choose as his coach. It yeah, Eldar Gasimov. Yeah, so. he's he's a stan. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's in it now, whether he likes it or not. But yes, Fade to Black by Azerbaijan. What do y'all think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just. I'm going to yeah. start by asking: Has anyone listened to his voice, the voice live performances of those covers? No, no. no. they're very rough. Oh, his English is not good, and I don't know how this song is going to sound when we actually hear it live. 
But based off his voice performances, he was really struggling with We Could Be the Same in Arcade. And as a former ESL teacher, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're doing. I don't know what that means, but that's something to consider. I mean, I wish copy... oh. for this being the last song that we got for the competition, I wish it was more impressive. It was such a disappointment, wasn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like we got, you know, the last two songs that we get are, are Armenia and Azerbaijan, and they're kind of just like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I can hear that. I can see this on the radio, but, you know, not like a hit. I appreciate that in the music video, we get him emerging from the sea like a clothed Jason Momoa in Aquaman heading to Whole Foods. Um, but like, I don't really, uh, that there's, there's nothing else that's really fantastic or catastrophic about this song. That's just a, it's just a ballad with a powerful male singer. I mean, yeah, I, I guess co copy paste my thoughts on Sheldon Riley. Uh, for this, except the song is worse, <laughs> and, and it's it's less emotionally impactful. I don't know mm -hmm. why they they decided to go that route, but that's that's where I'm at with it. It's there's nothing really wrong with it, but it's just kind of there, and it's going to qualify anyway because it's Azerbaijan. Uh -uh. No, it's not. Not at all. No, no, this, not in this any is a way. Chance than cross my heart. <laughs> Not in any way, shape, or form is this qualifying. Wow. Say Who's going to remember it? It sits in between Serbia and Georgia. Yeah. I think this is in a perfect spot to be torpedoed by juxtaposition 100%. and just generally being not a not a anthemic kind of ballad either. I think if he could sing it reasonably well, this will come like ninth in the semi and then maybe like 20th in the, in the final. I mean, he's got good I... looks, but we saw from Uku that that uh, does not take qualifier make. <laughs> I think Azerbaijan has enough support, and this is standard Oscar Beatty ballady kind of thing that enough people will just be like, yeah, I'll give it a point, whatever, that it's going to squeak through. Uh, yeah, but honestly, though, it's it's they're playing it so safe. It's, yeah, it's, it's just safe it's looped around on itself and just kind of become boring. There's nothing going on here that we haven't seen a hundred times before that other countries have done. And I feel like Azerbaijan has the the resources to do anything, anything better than this. It's going to have some absolutely bonkers staging somehow, isn't it? That's going to make it memorable. He's maybe gonna maybe that's the... from gravity from four years ago. Yeah. It needs something on stage to make it memorable. Otherwise... I mean, goodness, the, that front end then of semi-final two, you go from Finland to Israel to Serbia to this, to Georgia. I mean... Yeah. Semi two is so wild. What? <laughs> it's going to be bonkers. No, no, one is, no one is remembering this. I know. I mean, we talked about beige before. This is like the beigeiest of the beige. It's yeah. like nothing. I, I think Armenia. Like... Armenia and this one, both beige, both light and true beige. Take, yo, you take that back, Danny. Armenia uh, is... Yeah, is yeah. Delight. is lovely and yeah and and speaking of the thing we talked about two hours ago or whatever about about uh israel calling and and live performance debuts uh armenia also debuted and was i will say the antithesis of of how of how austria's song went okay like she was playing to the crowd she was delightful 
that song is through mark my words anyway I what agree. are we talking about i agree with that as far as armenia is concerned however azerbaijan not through not at all this is so beige it might as well not be there and it kind of it kind of annoys me with a country like azerbaijan who like you say have got endless i don't know what their currency is euro equivalent not. Like, not. yeah then like, like they could they could buy whatever they want whatever they want and, and they have them. in the past yeah they very much have and then they rock up with this and they like they're doing this whole like oh we're going to be the last ones to release our song and everyone's like oh it's going to be and then you're like what was that like that was like after sending us Mata Hari, then they just say, maybe, and hand us Cleopatra. It's like the complete yeah, opposite yeah. of like the Eurovision glow up. We talk about the glow up, you know, they go from, you know, one year you've got a country that's like does something really beige and rubbish. And then the next year they, you know, like they win uh, or they you know, like come in the top five. This is the complete opposite of that. They've gone from Mata Hari to this song that I can't even remember what it's called, let alone fade to something. Fade is the operative word here. Like Ooh, I'm, got I'm just really angry about Azerbaijan because they can do <laughs> so much better. They've done Funny so enough. much better, and I'm just I'm annoyed with them. This is going to be their second their second NQ. I guarantee that. And there's not much I guarantee ever, but I would okay almost guarantee that this isn't going anywhere. Funny enough, it's called Fade to Beige. <laughs> yeah, it should be called Fade to Beige. Uh, <laughs> it should yeah. be called Fade to Beige. <laughs> However, okay. what I will say is it will have its fans because as I say every year, every time I get the opportunity to talk about it, every song finds its people. Every song mm -hmm. finds its people. So there'll be people out there who like it, but there's not going to be enough to get it through. Now, speaking of a bad song that has its fans, Sam, mm. take us to our last <laughs> song. Like, what are you what are you <laughs> suggesting, Danny? No, uh, all right. So our last song of the day is Finland with the Rasmus, their song Jezebel opening semi-final two. Let's hear a clip. All right, that is Jezebel by the Rasmus opening semifinal two for Finland. Uh, the band has been active since 1994. Uh, they're best known for their 2003 mega hit in the shadows. Uh, the lead singer and I believe the bassist have been with the band since starting in 94. Uh, but the newest member, guitarist uh, Emilia Suhanen, actually joined the band this year, bringing a little bit of fresh blood. They ended up winning a really, really competitive national final. UMK could have gone in many different directions. And in the end, the Rasmus, the well-known act, took the ticket to Turin. What do you guys think of it? So this is a bad song. This is a, this is a <laughs> gorgeous, it's a gorgeously bad song. I can't tell you how many times I listened to this song. Oh, this is so good. I am, it is bad and I am a fan. Let me tell you, in that second verse when he's like, ah, she's just like a tiger. And then you hear like a tiger snarl and like a whip crack. I'm like, ah, oh, there's no restraint in this song at all. It's so dumb. The squealing metal guitars and just like the unrelenting inexorable drum beat. This is such a gorgeously great bad song. I can't stop listening to, to it. This is, this is fantastic. I hope it qualifies. I hope it takes the number one slot. That's right, Sweden. I said it was Finland. 
Uh, it, there's no way it ever would. Uh, there's no way. <laughs> Maybe <number laughs> it two. might not even qualify. I I just am so in love with with this song, and I know it's bad. I know it's bad for me. Uh, it's bad for my brain to like a song like this. Uh, but I love it. I love it so much. Danny, is this is this your uku this year? This is this. I, I think I've described it that way before. This is my the lucky one uh, of this year. I, I I ironically love this. I might ironically love this song more than I legitimately love like the Czech Republic. Like this is so it's so powerful. And now everyone else just says, Danny, what's your problem? This song is just bad. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go next. Uh, Danny, what's your problem? This song is just bad. <laughs> it is just bad. He runs around the stage dressed like a goth Pikachu, uh, just tearing it off, <sighs> oh running God. around shirtless for the last half. There's no explanation for any of it. It's great. It, uh, I agree with the first part of that. I disagree with the second. Uh, there's no explanation for any of it. There's There is that line... And I think I said this when we talked about it winning, uh, pouring one out yet again for Syed Kicks. Incredible performance if you haven't seen it. There is a line between retro and dated, and they are on the wrong side of it. It's just... Uh, oh, it's dated, baby. It, it It's spoiled, is what it is. Yes, yes, it is. It is, it's, baby. Uh, this is the kind of thing where it's just like, I can't believe this is, I can't believe this made it. I have to love it. I uh, I think it's through to the final comfortably. Again, semi two is pure chaos. So I, I but it's starting off the show. I think there is going to be enough name recognition, even outside of Finland, which is the only thing that matters for the voting, right? That, that it's, it's going to have its fans. I understand that. But uh, this is lame. I'm very congested. Oh, it really is. But like, oh, it's, so... it's just so, it's so lame. And and like, I've liked lame songs in Eurovision before. I can't think of any, but I'm sure that I have. And, and uh, this is not it, Chief. It's not the fun kind of bad for me. It's the bad kind of bad. I know. It's, it's a bunch of, a bunch of 50 year olds who are still embodying the kind of cool that is not cool anymore. Like, a cool that hasn't been cool in any way since 2001. It's yeah, just, agreed. It's unbelievable. I, I, I'm so good. <laughs> I feel I need to jump in and say, in 1994, when the band was formed, they were in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, you oh, know, so that didn't stop. Okay. That didn't stop Slovenia, for the record. Uh-uh. It should have. And we've already <laughs> talked about Slovenia. Yeah, it should have. It worked for Silverchair. You know they should be they should be doing this. Ooh. Derek, what else they do you got? Up. Okay, I'll 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 give you my thoughts. Yes. I 100% if I I could not agree with Eric any more than you. I agree with Eric. This is old-fashioned, it's dated, it's crap. Are we allowed to say that? It is Oh crap. yes, we can. Oh yes. The thing oh, yes. is well, I, I agree with you all, like, but I love it. <laughs> like there were Two songs, that was the best national final. The Finnish national final this year was the best one of the season. There were two songs that Finland shouldn't have picked. It was the solo guy on his own and this Oh, one. the old guy? He's, yeah, that was rough. No, 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 the old guy, he was fine. He'd have been cool. He'd have been oh. like the crazy old uncle. Like that could have worked. They could have made that work. It was the, I don't know, he was on second or third. I can't remember now. Like, Are you talking about Kuma Yaba? 
Yeah, possibly. I can't remember. Oh, I love that one. Anyway. But, like, they literally Finland had, like, all but two that could have gone to the contest and could have done really well for them. And they picked one of the two donkeys. Why did they do that? Well, because of the name. name I, don't, I don't buy into this whole, well, the name, everyone knows them. Uh, apparently, everyone knew Darude, and that that didn't go very well. So yeah, let's not trade on, of... oh, we got a big name. No, you haven't got a big name. You had a big name. If this was this was Eurovision, I'm going to go mad now. If this was Eurovision 96, yes, please send Erasmus. This is not Eurovision 96. This is Eurovision 2022. Sam, you introduced the group as like having been active since 1994. I introduced the group as being stuck in 1994. They have not moved. I I could not be more angry about this choice. And I, and I genuinely think, not just because I don't like it, I genuinely don't think this is going to qualify. I think if you're looking for the shock non-qualifier, the one that everyone thinks is going to qualify and doesn't, I, up until... Up until a few weeks ago, I thought it was Australia. I think our shock non-qualifier this year is Finland. Who's voting for it and why? When there's so much other good stuff. I mean, there are people There are people who are themselves stuck in 1994. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like them. Yeah, I mean, in terms anyway, of... Anyway, sorry, music, I just was like literally on a soapbox there. <laughs> yeah, that's, all right. All right. That's, that's, what, that's what we're here for. It reduces the height discrepancy. <laughs> I just sound like re- a really angry British woman. <laughs> I was really angry about Azerbaijan, angry about Finland. But I love some of the other stuff. It's great. You just picked all the ones I'm angry about in this episode. <laughs> Whether that was intentional or not, I will never reveal my secrets. <laughs> I mean, if you were blase about all these songs, this would not be a good episode. Yeah, if you were like, yeah, it's it. okay, I guess. I think it's all right. Okay, have we all no. presented? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. Go on. Oh God, Derek loves it. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to say something that nobody else has said yet. I'm getting. I I find this song to be really problematic, in the same way that Eric found last year's Finnish song to be problematic. Um, I don't. I'm getting some weird big incel energy from this this whole idea of this woman who goes around and preys on men and leaves them broken. And she's described as a tiger and a shark and, and let us not forget a hunter who looks like a boy and looks like a boy. And that's the only physical description we have of her. And it, I understand it's this kind of weird fetishization and all that, but just listening to it, it just, I just find it somewhat upsetting. It feels very, has a weird misogynistic kind of feel to it that I just don't quite get. And it does have that kind of dated quality to it, but I don't know. It just makes me feel dirty when I listen to it. And I get that's yeah. an appeal to some people. It has an appeal. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I did, if I use this, this analogy uh, in previous episodes, but it does feel like the Tommy Weezo of yes. early 2000s rock music. Like it's like someone hurt this guy and now he's taking it out on all women and it feels really weird, but God, what a train wreck to watch. I think <laughs> I think this will qualify. I think it I think live they sound good enough and they've been around long enough that they're yeah. gonna make it through one way or another. I think this will do surprisingly well in the semi, but not as well in the contest. I don't think it has the same level of I don't know, appeal that Dark Side did Mm-mm. for some reason. But yeah, I, I think this one's safe. It's a Saturday for sure. 
All right. Well, I think that is everything that we've wanted to say about our seven songs today. Let's do a quick little wrap up. Everybody, except for me, what was your favorite and your least favorite out of our songs? Just a review. Austria, North Macedonia, Cyprus, Israel, Australia, Azerbaijan, and Finland. Okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to say there's nothing here this 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 week that I that I completely hate. Um, so I'm I'm gonna say Azerbaijan is my bottom, but that's not it's not a complete it's not an insult. Um, and my favorite, uh, I'm gonna let everyone heave a sigh of relief, and I am gonna still say Austria. I'm gonna say Austria. Okay. <laughs> Sam, what about you? Narp. Uh, <laughs> nope. You're gonna keep coming back to that every week until it works. Which it won't. So you say that, but. Nope. On, on the fifteenth of May, Sam, are you going to just do like like then you can tell everything that you think this year? <laughs> on the fifteenth of May, I'm going to have a primal scream, probably because I'm yeah, just going to be absolutely right. exhausted from the previous two weeks. Anyway, we'll put it on the show. <laughs> just for our patrons, for, for our Patreon subscribers. There we go. You get my yeah. primal scream. I agree with the complaints and the criticisms, but I still think Australia is a fantastic song. So I'm going to say that's my favorite this week. And Azerbaijan is just, it's the beige that your house comes in when you move in and then immediately paint over it. I'm going to go with, uh, I think Austria is my favorite of these as well. I will say, and this may come as a bit of a surprise, I think North Macedonia comes very close Ooh. for me. I really do like it. Uh, and then Finland the worst because of everything we just discussed. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, for mine, literally copy-paste what Eric just said. Like, Thank Austria, you. I, I really like North Macedonia. It's, despite everything we said about it, I do like it. But I think Austria, as far as the song goes, Austria is my favorite. And Finland is is just, I have no time for Finland. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather listen to Fade to Bade than... Whatever that song's called. What's it called? Jezebel. I don't know what it's called. Jezebel! That's, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you, Lisa, for, for joining us on this absolutely crazy week. I, I'm really, really <laughs> grateful that you decided to, to stop by. Uh, you are always welcome oh, here. Thank you. Every, yeah. You're welcome, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, before we sign off for the week, uh, we do have a little bit of a, a thank you uh, for the folks who have decided to join us on our Patreon community. Eric, do we have a list of our of our recent subscribers? Yes, we do. I want to uh, give a we'll give a couple of shout outs a week. I think is how we're going to do this. And yeah, if you haven't checked out the Patreon, please do. Uh, you will get at the Safe From Bears level and above, which is six dollars a month. Mm -hmm. uh, you will get uh, early access to. Uh, to our episodes you'll get them there before anyone else you get to find out who our special guests are before anyone else and you can lord that over people we allow that uh you can you can definitely do that we're gonna have some more content coming soon as well i think we're gonna have some uh some more in-depth chats about like the american song contest which we just don't have time for right now on the on the main show because of eurovision sorry and uh but but yeah we we, we definitely have thoughts on asc and uh and are looking forward to sharing some of those so so that'll be where you can find that once we get to Turin, I expect some dumb stuff on there that you are not going to want to miss. So, so check that out. Uh, quick shout outs to a couple of our early, early uh, subscribers. Uh, Novimpia, uh, 
what what is there to be said uh thank you for being a, a friend of the show novimbia thanks thanks to them for uh for supporting the show and uh to neil neil wallace uh for being a friend of the show as well thank you so much uh we do we do put a lot of uh a lot of effort into these so it, it really does mean a lot we do have other subscribers but we will shout them out in future episodes as well uh spoiler alert that also includes lisa so thank you <laughs> But <laughs> we will be back in a week's time with another guest uh, joining our show for another, I believe, seven songs. We are so, so grateful that you have decided to join us. Again, find us on social media. Just rewind to the start of the episode to find out where all those places are. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Sunday. Everybody, we will catch up this time next week. But until then, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America? Stop, Stop listening now. now. Listening now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>